and welcome again to Couple of Idgits, your daily episode-by-episode podcast where we discuss supernatural. I'm your host, Dan, and with me, as always... Penny, and once again, the dogs. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, The weather here in Wisconsin, it's uh, it's getting a little fall-like, but not too fall-like, so hopefully we can hang on to summer a little bit longer. It's too fall-like for me, man. It's only August. It shouldn't be fall-like until at least a month. Well, I'm sure throughout this entire podcast as we do it, we're going to be discussing Wisconsin weather and whether we like it or not. Whether we like the weather. We usually don't. Um, yeah, it's kind of hit or miss, isn't it? It seems like either you get a perfect day or anything else is just dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it's either too hot, too cold, some crap. And when it's hot, it's usually really humid, so that makes it feel even worse. And when it's cold, it's usually really dry, and that isn't comfortable. Itchy and windy, skin. yeah, itchy skin. Ugh, terrible. It's just about, I don't know, you get about one week at the beginning of summer and at the end of summer that's nice, and everything else is pretty, pretty bad. Okay, enough about the weather, though, because who knows when people are listening to this. They're probably sitting in a blizzard going, screw you guys. Great, and the dogs are barking again. That's wonderful. So we watched episode six. Uh, We're still season one, episode six, and this episode was called Skin. Right away, I knew that this was going to have some gross stuff in it. I don't know. The skin (laughs) in general. It's just this thin veneer that's keeping all of our gooey parts inside of our body. (laughs) This is true. Uh, The whole episode starts off uh, with... Another recap. They're doing this on every episode. So they do a recap about uh, the hunting and Dean and uh, used to do with his dad and getting Sam in there. And Dean wants to keep hunting. Sam wants to find Jess's killer, blah, blah, blah. They're really, I mean, they're really hitting us over the head with this larger story arc. But they really didn't call out like any artifacts or any information we didn't know. No, it's all stuff we already knew. Yep. And then 22 years later, uh, there's a dude with we see. It's a dark room. There's a dude with a knife and some sort of victim there crying, bloody. A SWAT team comes in. They got their little lasers on their guns, so they're all pointing through the uh, dark. It's always a cool look, I think, in movies when you got the laser sights. Uh, they find the girl to rescue her. And the attacker looks up, turns around, and it's Dean. Oh, my God, Dean. Commercial. Not Dean. Anyone but Dean. Well, you're still thinking about that while while Flo from Progressive is telling you to bundle your home and auto. That's right. You're going, (laughs) Dean, what happened to you, my man? Yeah. So so everyone's in circle, holding the sides of their heads and running in circles in their living room. Uh, you're like, what the hell? Comes back from commercial, and it's one week earlier. Yes, it is. Uh, Dean has travel plans. He's got a place that he wants to go. Um, Sam, though, he's playing on his phone. He's using a BlackBerry, so he's got some sort of internet and email, at least. Remember, this is 2005. I don't think... Are iPhones out yet? I mean, I, it was still the BlackBerry. It was If you had a data phone, it was a BlackBerry device. Yeah, I don't think the iPhones were out yet. 
He's on his phone talking with college buddies. Uh, Dean's shocked that Sam is still talking to these people. He just feels that they're losers and doesn't know why he's keeping in touch. Well, not so much that, but the fact that uh, Sam can't tell his college ex, you know, college. Yeah. So Dean has, so what do you tell them? Yeah, because he can't tell them the truth. He can't tell them what he really does. I mean, they'd freak out or something like that. Since he's just like, I'm on a road trip with my brother. I mean, Dean just thinks this whole thing is goofy. Why even stay in touch? Why get anyone else involved? Exactly. It's ridiculous. Um, but he gets an e- but Sam gets an email, though. A friend of his uh, from college, uh, Becky, her brother is having a crime pinned on him that Becky knows wasn't true because knows for a fact that the brother Zach was home at the time when supposedly this murder took place. Problem is to go and help Sam's friend, and uh, this doesn't seem like a supernatural sort of it doesn't seem like their problem uh, and it's 400 miles behind them they were not they had already passed where this whole thing was and uh dean's a bit annoyed that now they're turning around and going back 400 miles a lot of wasted gas yeah yeah and you know like you said he thinks you know so yeah it really sucks that your friend is accused of you know torturing and murdering his girlfriend but this isn't really our kind of thing and sam talks and is like dude it's our friend it is our kind of thing. Deal with it. Yep. So Sam and Dean show up at Becky's house. Becky is shocked that Sam is there. You would have thought that he would have just emailed her, made sure she was home. You would have think so, yeah. Plus it was her parent, their parents' home, so how did he know to go there? I don't know. It yeah, just, yeah, she shouldn't have been surprised. Should have been waiting, expecting. Uh, and the girls' folks are in Paris. And the... <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> they're in Paris and they're uh, coming back for the trial for Zach. Because um, there's some sort of video of him. There there was a video of him coming home at like 1030, but they knew that the girl died at like 1045 or something. No, the the it's, it wasn't a vi- Well, it was a video, but it was security camera footage um, from the apartment building they live in. He was shown coming home, yeah, about 10-ish. Uh, they figured the girl was killed about 10.30. But Becky says, I know he was with he- here with me. We were drinking beers and talking till at least midnight. So there's no way he could have been there and here at the same time. Which is weird. You thought that, you think that would be enough for the cops, but I don't know why they think that Zach's involved, but he is. Well, probably because they assume that uh, the sister is lying, you know, doesn't want oh, her, yeah. doesn't want her brother up. to get in trouble, yeah. so she's lying for an alibi or something like that. So, I mean, Becky knows who Sam is, and then Dean just goes and voluntarily claims to be an off-duty cop and uses his real name. Well, no. Um, <laughs> yes and no. Um, they, uh, Sam asks if there's any way they can look at the crime scene. And she's like, well, I don't know. And then Sam says, oh, don't worry. My brother's a cop. And then that's when Dean gets into his, yeah, I'm off duty. I'm from such and such in Arizona. Um, so don't worry. It's okay. We can go look at the crime scene. Yeah, because they want to they wanna try to find some proof um, to get the brother out of it. So... I believe then I believe there's a commercial cut at that point. I'm not entirely sure. Uh but the boys pull up to the crime scene. They uh take a peek inside and it is a bloody mess still. Like they did 
you know, they the cops went and set up a crime scene, but it doesn't feel like they're finished quite yet. Well, I'm, well, I'm sure they are. They just, you know, no one was sent in then to, I don't know who cleans up after a crime scene is all... Um, well, they didn't take their little signs with. That, when they take true. photos of things, of exhibit numbers, yeah, they didn't even pick up those. Those are still laying around. That's true. That's true. Well, there's no sign of a break-in, and at this point, it's revealed that the lawyers are looking to plea deal because they don't see how they're going to save him out of this. So it's kind of a tight bind for the family. Uh, it's revealed, though, that a week before, someone did steal Zach's clothing. So could have been someone that looked like him. And the neighbor's dog has turned into a jerk. Yeah, he turned Cujo all of a sudden. He used to be a sweet dog, but now he just barks and barks and barks. And they think, hmm, maybe something, you know, Sam and Dean are thinking to each other, maybe he did see something supernatural, and that's why he's acting like that. Yeah, there's another conversation. Is this really our kind of problem? But now that they got the dog, it's uh, Sam's got, you know, one more arrow in his quiver to prove that it is their kind of problem. Yes, it is. By the way, then there's a group photo of Becky, Zach, and Sam. That photo with Zach, he's got his eyes closed practically. Is he high as fuck or what's going on in that photo? Well, he didn't have, his eyes weren't closed. They were not like fully open. I don't know. Maybe that's how the dude take, takes pictures, you know? Maybe he's like <laughs> Forrest Gump or something like that. Well, he should open up his eyes and smile instead of just ee with like his eyes rammed shut. Um, yeah, and that is also when Becky mentions that she has the video footage, the security footage from her attorney, she took it from her attorney. And Sam and Dean are looking at it, and then they kind of, Sam kind of asks her to leave the room, get him beers and stuff. Uh, that's when he notices something on the video and shows it to Dean. Well, before that, they do show Zach um, scoping out another chick then. Right, right. Zachary's supposed to be in jail, is out of jail, scoping out some other chick, too. And he turns and blinks his eyes, and they turn white. And then, yeah, they go and look at that video, and they see these, these white eyes on him. Um, I mean, that's only, though, I mean, so it's Sam and Dean are in Becky's house. And then to review the tapes, though, they asked her to go grab some beer and sandwiches. Here's a funny thing. When someone asks for a beer or talks about a beer, anything on TV, they'll never use a brand name. They'll just say, give me a beer. Yes, that's true. Even when they go into a bar, give me a beer. And, you know, all of a sudden the... Instantly, they know what brand you buy. Yeah. Like, you don't have to even say what kind you want. Just a beer. Any kind of beer. Well, at this point, she asked, they ask for beers and sandwiches. Um, and she asks, what is this, Hooters? Whereas <laughs> <laughs> Dean replies, I wish. <laughs> Yeah, it seems odd. I couldn't imagine going to someone's house. Can I have a beer and a sandwich? <laughs> They're like, I don't know. Can you? <laughs> All right, so that's the end of that scene, and we cut to, like, some Asian dude coming home, looking around for Lindsay. I assume it's his wife or girlfriend, something like that. Yes, it's his wife. Um he pokes his head in. We see Lindsay, and Lindsay says to this dude, don't hurt me anymore. Well, you have to mention that Lindsay is beaten up and tied up. Yep, yep. Yeah, she's a victim. It's definitely, she's a, she's a victim. She's in the middle of some crime. Yeah, and he's like, well, kind of like, what do you mean don't hurt me anymore? What are you talking about? 
So he thinks, I mean, he rightly realizes there's someone else in the house, goes around looking for the intruder, finds the intruder, and what do you know, it looks just like him. And he gets hit in the side of the head with a bat. Yes, he does. Commercial. Do we ever come back to these two, this guy and Lindsay? It seems like that's it. No, because they show, uh, yeah, they do. They show him being put in the police car, and um, there's a lady on the sidewalk talking to Sam and Dean, saying, you know, he was such a nice guy. I always said hi to him, you know, talking about what a nice neighbor he was and how she couldn't believe that he did that to his wife. Right, right, right. Right after the commercial, they are standing outside, and uh, a bystander tells him, oh, the hubby went nuts and beat him. Yep, beat her. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Uh, Dean gets info from the cop that it's another two places at once incident. So, uh, yeah. How did, um, cause yeah, supposedly the, the guy was heading home from a, tr- from a business trip when he happened to then come. Yeah. I'm, what is this cop doing? Just randomly talking to Dean up off, because all uh, only reason why we learn about this because Dean walks up to Sammy and tells him. Hey, I just learned this is another situation of two people at the same place. Well, because geez, the co- that cop is pretty loose lips on an active invest- investigation. Yeah, um, I think he's just you know trying to the point that he thought the guy was crazy, saying, "Well, I saw myself and I hit myself upside the head." They're like, "Yeah, this is a wacko, torturing his wife, and he's trying to get out of it." That sort of situation. So they're pretty sure right now they're dealing with the shapeshifter. The problem is that all these trails, they just vanish. They can't figure out if the guy flies or not, how he's doing this. Because all the trails at these crime scenes keep ending. And then they look down at their feet. Yes, and they think, oh, he's in the sewer. So that's where they go to look for him. Yep, did he go down into the sewer? So they're now assuming shapeshifter. They're assuming lives in the sewers. So they head on into the sewers. Gear up with guns, and because silver is not kind to shapeshifters, much like werewolves, um, a silver bullet in the heart will kill them. Yep. Down in the sewers, then they find a pile of skin and goo, and kind of wondering, does this shapeshifter have to shed after every time? What's going on? Yep. And sure enough. Yeah, so they know that silver bullets can kill shapeshifters, and at this point, Becky calls Sam. Are, are they in the sewer when she calls still? No, this is after, because this is after they get out of the sewer. Okay, um, well, Becky calls Sam and bitches him out because the jig is up that Dean's not a real cop. Yeah, because she mentioned it to her attorney, and she did, Sam's like, why did you do that for? Well, I'm just wondering why did he use any real names i don't under, they were playing kind of fast and loose there at the beginning yeah that's true so the boys then head back into the sewers and go <laughs> looking around some more mm. have you ever been down into a sewer no um i have not been Do you down think they're really all that roomy and you can just wander around in them like on tv i think in more modern ones yes but older ones like in europe probably not I don't know, but the whole sewer thing, I did know, you know what, nice set. I'm just going to say, that looked like a really authentic sewer. It was filled with pipes, it was filled with old grime. It wasn't just a tunnel with 
a light in it or something stupid. Right. It right. looked like a real uh, work access tunnel of some sort, sewers. So someone then smacks Dean in the face and climbs out and runs away. Yes, it happens to still look like the Asian guy that was arrested for uh, hurting his wife. Yep. Yeah. So Dean uh, then, I guess they're now out of the sewers because Dean is then seen running down a back alley with his gun out, scaring homeless people. <laughs> well, yeah, they both they both get out of the sewer. Like they split up to try and find him. Um, yeah. They we meet back up, but we quickly see though Dean's got those. Now I'm I'm going to call this character now from now on Double Dean. Double Dean. Okay. <laughs> it's a shapeshifter version of Dean. We see he turns around. He blinks his eyes. Sammy's all, uh, somehow Sam is instantly suspicious. What was the clue that tipped him off? I didn't quite understand how he instantly knew it was a fake. Probably because he knew Dean was injured and, and the shifter wasn't acting like he was injured in any way. That's the only thing I can think of because he asks, then he asks for the keys. Yeah, he asks for the car keys. But Sam really did have the car keys. Yeah, that's what I don't understand either. It's like, why did Sam have the car keys? Dean is always the one that drives, or he drives like 99% of the time. So I'm not yeah, sure. so that's initially why I was like, oh, that must have tipped him off because he doesn't have the car keys. But then in the end, he really did have the keys. So mm -hmm. that's not much of a tip off. But I don't know. Somehow. Um, so he... Gets a gun on him, but Double Dean then beats Sam up, ties him up, keeps hitting him. Sammy wants to know where the real Dean's at. Yeah, this time, but by this time, uh, the shifter had dragged Sam back down into the sewers. That was on all the beatings and tying didn't all happen out on the street by the car. Oh, yes, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah they got back into the sewers. There's Dang, a well beaten path <laughs> going in and out of the sewers in that town. Uh, the interesting thing though, like the shapeshifter at this point, it knows a lot about the backstory. So he's able to start, um, he's got the memories. He seems to have his emotions. I mean, he really, that shapeshifter really took on Dean's entity, I guess you could say. Yeah. It seems that, uh, the shifter has a psychic connection with whomever they change into. Yeah. He, Double Dean then lays on a guilt trip on Sam. And uh, then Double Dean then says, ooh, the real Dean would like to bang Becky. And I think I can, too. So he splits yeah. to go out on a date. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Try to get Becky on his side anyway. Um, so after he goes to try to have sex with Becky, the real Dean... And Sammy, they're, they're not too far apart from each other. They're only like tied up 10 feet apart from each other. Yeah, but they had, the shifter had Sam's back to where Dean was tied up, and Dean's back was to Sam. So that's probably. So they why. couldn't yell at each other? They didn't, Sam didn't know Dean was down there, and Dean was unconscious until the shifter left. But the shifter should have known they'll wake up eventually. Well, yeah. What did he care, though? He's going to be gone. I guess. I don't know. So. Double Dean heads over to Becky's to try to have sex with her. And uh, Double Dean then is like telling Becky all about the shapeshifter. And like he's talking about himself, but he's acting like he's Dean talking about the bad guy. Yeah, that he's just lonely. He's born a human, had a genetic mutation, blah, 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 blah. All he wants is love and all that fun stuff. 
Yeah, back in the sewers, then the boys, uh, they discussed this whole how the mind melding. He even brought up Star Trek. Yeah, I was like, what, a Vulcan mind meld? Yeah, boys escape. I mean, pretty easily. They're just tied up with some crummy ropes. They get away. Double Dean, then, is back at Becky swooning her and puts on some moves. And he, you know, it looks like he's going to be successful. Goes over and whispers something in her ear. And now Becky is instantly grossed out. What do you think he whispered to her? <laughs> yeah, her fucking shifter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if you start bragging up like, you know I can make my cock turn into Shaquille O'Neal's cock, right? <laughs> I can make it as big as you want. He whispered something into her ear. She was completely grossed out. And uh, she ordered him to leave, but then Double Dean just starts wailing on Becky, then beating her down. Next we see, Becky is now bloody and tied up. Yep. yep. Are they back in the sewers again? No, because that's uh, when, yeah, see, Becky beating and tied up. That's the, the scene where the opening scene where the cops come in and they oh, find right, her. Right, right. Yep. This is now where it matches. Now we're caught up your, the one week that they gave a preview. Yeah, you're right. Right. So now they're caught up. You know, they find Dean, the shifter Dean, double Dean. But he manages to escape. Now, during that scene, though, where Double Dean has Becky tied up uh, and menacing her, he starts to play music. All of this felt very was Reservoir Dog-esque. I mean, that's kind of, that's, that's something that Quentin Tarantino made up in Reservoir Dogs. Playing music, having knives, torturing someone that's tied up. And they just, like, was this an homage? Like, someone... Someone on the cast or crew, the writer, someone is, I think, a tip of the cap, the reservoir. What do you think? That's possible. I know I've seen that movie, but I don't remember it because it was so long ago. Um, Dean wasn't playing music. That was just happened to be uh, background um, episode music, you know, like they have in the background. It's like he wasn't necessarily, didn't like he have a stereo on or anything like that. Mm. See, I kind of felt like they were implying that he turned on a radio or something Nah, he's trying to be sneaky he had to do this you know wasn't he dancing around to the music no see that's why i swear to god we watch two different shows uh, or you don't pay attention as much as this I is why you can to. never depend on eyewitness testimony because everyone sees what they think they see and not what really happens here's a question for you yes um the actor that plays dean yes jensen eccles do you think he got paid more for this episode since he's playing two characters? No, I do not. Well, it seems ridiculous. He should have been paid his base and then plus scale for for having to play two different roles. Well, he was technically two different people, but he was still, even the shifter was still Dean in essence because he had Dean's thoughts and memories. Well, if anyone's out there, if you play more than one character on a show, I think you should get paid more than once. Double Dean escapes the cops. Of course, we're all caught up now to when the SWAT team comes in. Right. 
Double Dean escapes the cops, climbs back into the sewers, and then we get the good gross-out scene for this episode. Yeah, where he sheds his skin. He just starts, his fingernails fall out. That was already like, ugh. And then he just starts pulling at his skin, and yeah, he just starts ripping his own flesh off. Teeth fall out, and that's really gross. Yeah, and they must have gone to commercial uh, at that point. We come back, and they're showing us the news, and it has all the details about Dean Winchester. Well, they don't have a name for him yet. They don't know who he is yet, but they have like a sketch of him, and they say, look, they're looking for him, and he's armed and dangerous, so please, you know, don't approach him, call police, all that fun stuff. Yep. So this leaves the boys to walking down an alley. Man, a lot of sewers and alleys in this episode. Well, they wanted to go back down to the sewers and kill the shifter, but they couldn't because he had taken the car to go to Becky's, so they had to walk to Becky's to find the car. Yeah, they have no guns. They got to go get the uh, the car. Dean is upset that Double Dean drove. But can I just bring this up? If Double Dean really was taking manifesting Dean's mentality, he probably took care of the car just as well as regular Dean would. I think you're right. You wouldn't think he'd be out there just whipping donuts. No, but it's just a thought. I think Dean was just grossed out by the fact that a shifter was driving his car. Yeah, maybe. Well, when they get to the car, the cops pinch in. They must have had a, a lookout waiting for someone to return to a vehicle there or exactly. something. Dean escapes. Sam sticks around and puts his hands up. We don't know how he gets out of the cops. Well, because he wasn't a suspect. I mean, Dean was a suspect, not him. Yeah. Next morning, though, Dean gets gets to the car, gets guns. Uh, earlier though, Sam made him promise, like, don't go down after him alone. And right. Dean does it. He of just course. grabs his guns and he just goes, hey, I can't wait. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Goes down into the sewer, finds a lair and finds Becky. Which I thought I didn't think about the first two times I saw this episode, but I did think about it this time. This came in the opening scene was Becky was torturing the same character Double Dean was torturing when it's all caught up to each other Sam goes to visit her the next day and does not get suspicious in the fact that she does not have a scratch on her did you notice that very good observation how did she heal up immediately why was he not suspicious he goes to visit her after her his brother allegedly does all this stuff to her. She lets him in. I would think if, if someone's brother did that to me, I, I don't care what their explanation was. I wouldn't let him in. But not only did she let him in, but the fact that she didn't have a scratch on her. Well, because of the fact that Dean actually did find Becky in the sewer, we know that that was the shifter. Right, so it's Sammy that goes back, but then he he picked up on the shifter immediately when it was his own brother asking for keys. But now here, where there's a lot of clues, totally misses it. Yeah, I don't know what the heck was wrong with Sam. Come on, Sam, wake up. Exactly. Well, Sammy, uh, okay, so get Becky. They talk about the shapeshifter. It Double Becky then knocks him out and ties him up. There's a lot of head trauma in this show, too. Everyone's getting knocked out. If you are out there listening and you get knocked out half as much as these people do, first, buy yourself a helmet. <laughs> and secondly, go in and get some MRIs and get checked out. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, go get checked out by your doctor. Uh, 
we should we should start marking down how many times <laughs> these two take a head trauma. Yeah. They get knocked out. They're going to have that CTE bad. <laughs> Sam then wakes up and he's hanging out with Double Dean. He already knows Double Dean's there. And they start fighting each other. By the way, they go from like some regular like wrestling fighting and then they break into kung fu, just like from episode one. They're trained in many martial arts. I don't know. They just, it's whatever fighting style happens to work for them. I find that whole kung fu TV movie show style of fighting to be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so do I. Not everyone knows how to fight like that. Um, and that only works when you're fighting against someone that's also going to fight like that. And you both agree just not to grab each other. But right. <laughs> you can just block punches, make punches, and you just... Ugh. I don't know. They got to get rid of the kung fu and make that more realistic. Real Dean, though, shows up and shoots Double Dean right through the chest. Becky then, real Becky, rushes in to comfort Sam. Dean then grabs a necklace off of Double Dean's neck. What was that necklace? Do I don't remember like a necklace being a part of anything before this. It's the same necklace Dean has always worn since episode one. Okay, but I mean, there's no like importance. We don't know of any importance to this thing other than it was just a piece of jewelry he, I might have noticed him wearing. Right, right. I mean, he hasn't like gripped it and said, my mother gave this to me no, or anything no, like that. There's, no. I don't know of any emotional attachment to it. He could have, I don't know, reached into his pockets and grabbed a lucky penny for all it, it would have mattered. Well, yes, this far we don't know, but as I have seen the whole series, you will later learn what the significance of that necklace is. All right, then off to commercial. Another commercial break. I don't know. I hear $5 footlongs are on sale again. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm just going to keep coming up with all of the common commercials so people in their own heads can buy $5 footlongs. Don't forget the Limu Emu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Doug. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Limu Emu and Doug. So we, we catch up with those two guys as well. <laughs> Come back there, and Becky is asking Sam if all this hunting stuff is really, really does. I mean, obviously, it sounds, it, it sounds like they both sat down and Sam poured his heart out about what he's really up to, why he's not in college, revealing all their secrets again. They just leave a trail behind them. Yes, but don't you think after someone who was attacked by a shifter and was impersonated by a shifter, she's going to know the jig is up and she's going to have some questions where they're going to have to say, okay, here's the story. This is what we do. Because she even asked if Jess knew about what he did and Sam said no. She'd had no idea that this is what his family did. Okay, yep. Hop in the car, they wave goodbye. We find out that the attacks have all now been pinned on Dean, basically. Right. Um, and Dean is officially dead. Um, so, yeah, the Zach is going to get out because um, they found the weapon that from the first murder um, in this, uh, the lair of the shapeshifter. So they just assumed it was Dean all along. And that the original tape that they had, the video surveillance that they had of Zach, they think, oh, that really must have been tampered with because obviously it was the Dean that did all these these attacks and killings and not anyone else. Yeah, they talk about um, school a little bit more, about being freaks. They make a dumb going to your own funeral joke. The end. Yes. 
Yeah, I do. You laughed really hard at that own funeral joke thing, too, because if I remember correctly, Dean said, oh, I'm going to miss it. And Sam's like, miss what? Being able to attend my own funeral. Da 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 da. <laughs> you said I laughed? Yes, you laughed really hard at that joke. And I'm like, oh, come on. That was just dumb. Well, it was, but, better but, but I can't t- reveal to fans why that's funny. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, because you'll find out All right. in later episodes why that's funny. Interesting, interesting. So shapeshifters, did you look up any information on shapeshifters? Um, I didn't today. I have in the past. And of course, that's just, you know, once again, an urban legend. No such thing as a shapeshifter. Uh, urban legend, or is there like old-timey stuff on it, or is it a fairly modern idea? Any sense? Like I said, I have to look at that. I think it's. I think it is. All urban legends have lore um, from way back when. Um, I just didn't happen to look up this particular one, and um, so yeah, I'm sure it's because I said it. It kind of even like uh, skinwalkers, which are a Native American version of uh, shapeshifter or werewolves and things like that. So the legend does date back many, many centuries. Yeah, I got to tell you, this is just one of those cryptozoic things that I'm out. I don't have any. It's 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 hardly even interesting, this concept, because there's too much. There's too much real science and physics that makes it impossible. Right. Right. Um, I mean, this guy, he he impersonated Dean, the Asian guy, Becky. Zach. Zach. They all probably from high end to low end weighed 50 pounds apart from each other. Yes. Um, I mean, can a shapeshifter go and impersonate, you know, some big fat guy? How, how are they going to put on that girth when they're a fat guy? How are they going to transform into Paris Hilton, for example? Like, how would that work? Where does all their flesh go? Their flesh has got to grow really quick. It's got to die really quick. It's just it's. It's hardly even an interesting concept to me just because of how impossible it is. Or I don't know, ghosts, spirits, some other crap from some other dimension maybe, but uh, some a corporeal being that can uh, switch around like that. Kind of silly. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, it really is. A lot of this, excuse me, a lot of these urban legends and the lore and all these old stories are silly when you really think about them. But hey, back in the day, they thought they were real. Now, I'll tell you, though, there was an old episode of X-Files. I don't even remember this, but they were down in, like, the F- Florida, and there was, like, a guy in the woods who, like, pretty much lived in the nature. He was, like, lived in the trees and lived under the moss and the grass. Like, he could, he'd lived in nature so long, he became, like, one with nature. Do you remember that episode? No. Now that I find interesting that you could, you know, somehow just be so dirty and gross and just know everything <laughs> about all your landscape that you could slither around and blend in. Um, was this the old X-Files or the new X-Files? Oh, yeah. This is the old. This is the good ones. Not, <laughs> not after not after <laughs> Jillian. What's her ass turned all British and <laughs> started doing other shows. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, this is uh, back when we were first dating. This is uh, one of the episodes we watched together, and your father just threw up his hands and said, I don't know, this is a weird show. She watches it. Yeah, my dad has no imagination. He, yeah, anything like Star Trek, Star Wars. Uh, he really had a big problem with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragons. He goes, no one can fly like that, you know. <laughs> yes, Dad, I know. It's just all based on folklore and things like that. I couldn't imagine your dad watching Crouching Tiger. It wasn't fun. When did you guys do that? On some recent trip up there? No, I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I can't remember when it was. Because um, that came out when we lived in L.A. Right. I, not, I figured if I was back, I would have watched it with you and heard that. But no, I was not around for this. Well, I remember a lot of times when they were when they wintered in, in New Orleans and summered up here in the Dells, I would oh, go and visit them for yes. the weekend. So you watched this out at the campground. Probably. That's probably when it was. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That time frame. Um... Do we have anything else on these topics? Um, we didn't have any good in-camera shots. We didn't have any bad CGI. There was, as far as special effects go, all I can say is just that sewer scene was good. Yeah, gross, but good. Um, no, we just, uh, that's it. Just uh, talk a little bit about, or announce next episode. Yep, what's the next episode? Season one, episode seven. Hook man. Oh, I'm sure everyone has heard the urban legend of. Hook I was going to say it's the guy that knocks on their car door and then you drive away. And then when you get to your next stop, all you find on your door handles, a bloody hook. Something like that. Yes. Awesome. Um, yeah, we can get into hook man. Mm. I like, I like hook man. I, that's a good, that's a good one. And also a reminder, we have a website, coupleofidgets.com. Right now we're trying to get Nala to speak into the mic, but she doesn't want to say much. She's just breathing hard. <laughs> she keeps turning her head. She's like, get that out of my face. Yeah, get your stinky microphone muffy out of my nose, mama. <laughs> we have a uh yeah, we have a website, coupleofidgets.com, where we post all the episodes and how to subscribe to them on you can subscribe to us on itunes spotify stitcher just an old we got that plain old xml feed if you want to copy and paste it into your podcast machine manually that works too um there's also some ways to get a hold of us we're on we're both old so we're on facebook <laughs> <laughs> you know we don't have a tiktok channel or anything no no um yeah facebook it's armchair hunters yeah armchair hunters so come over and find that also just a little bit of a plug a while back i've done some youtube videos in the past so if you'd like to see me eat really hot food and sweat i mean they're terrible quality videos but a lot of people seem to really get a, a smile out of watching me in misery so that's linked there as well. I think that's about it. Yeah, all I can say about those videos is it's much funner to, much funner, much more fun to be here in person watching him do it. Him in the background laughing your butt off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, those were the days when my ass would be haunted the next day. Let me tell you, I was, I was looking for an exorcism. Yeah. There was one time he had to take a couple of days off because his stomach and everything just couldn't handle it. Yeah, and I pretty much have called it quits now. There's uh, there's one more challenge that I got to do for that. There, we got some uh, 
shark jerky, and we have some super hot stuff. So one of these days when I'm feeling really dumb, <laughs> we'll uh, give that a shot. But that is way outside of the bounds, though, of our conversation here. So visit us online, subscribe, tell your friends, um, you know, share it out. Please help us help us get a couple more listeners. Yeah, that would be great. Any help we can get. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. All right, have a good night or day whenever you're listening to this. Bye. Okay, bye-bye.